Hi, welcome to Let's Get Into It, Season 2. We made it back. Thank you for bearing with us during those long three weeks we were gone. We're back here with Season 2. It is bigger, it is better. I don't know if you can tell from the sound of my voice, but we have new microphones. I think we figured out how to use them. We also have a new host. Those of you who remember the cliffhanger we left you with at the end of last year, one of our first season hosts, Nick Douglas, got in a bus and went on vacation, and we replaced him with Serena Berman. And we have Serena Berman here today in his host slot. Hi, I'm Serena Berman. Hi, Serena. Thank you so much for joining us again. You did wonderful on the last episode of last season. Thank you. I felt really good about it. Joining me, as is normal, for both these seasons, to my right, the other co-host, Tim Mucci. Tim, hi there. Hi. What did you do during the break between seasons, Tim? Uh, I spent some time in my chamber of hate. I had a block party and I met Patrick Stewart. Um, That's about it. What is Patrick Stewart like in person? Very British and also looks like a normal guy. A normal British guy or a normal, normal guy? Just like a normal guy. Huh. Very enlightening, Tim. Thank you. Maybe I'll go to your other point about your chamber of hate, was it? Yeah. Are you going to be more interesting about that, or is it just a normal chamber of hate that's also British? Yeah. Thanks, Tim. All right. Thank God we have another host here. Uh, Serena. Yeah, it's really good to be back after last time when I was also here last time. Now, there's something odd about your voice, Serena. It almost sounds like you're doing an impression of sorts. I am. I'm doing a pretty in-depth impression of uh, one of your past guests, Meredith Haggerty. Oh, Oh, that's what it is. I just think she's rad. That's Uh, dead on. So I'm doing an impression of her. I'm also, I'm going to be played by her, Okay. but I'll be Serena doing an impression of Meredith. Great. Played by Meredith. Wow, actors are so cool. I know. Do you have a a catchphrase or a line to get you into Meredith Haggerty's space? What is the thing that she always says? Oh, God. Kind of like, you know, there's like, forget about it, to be an Italian guy. Like, what what is the thing that launches you into Meredith Haggerty? That's a really good question. Thank you. That's why Uh, I asked it. Is this ask a question, get an answer? Nope. Okay. I would say that my Meredith Haggerty catchphrase would be, we don't have to get into it. Let's get out of it. Let's get out of it. Oh, there it is. Wow, you really locked in on the impression on that one. Yeah, I sounded just like her. Let me see if it works for me. Why don't you pitch me something that you'd like me to be helpful with? I would like you to be helpful with talking. Oh, no. Why don't I just not do that? Mm. Yeah. No, No, you did a a terrible job. She has more more bravado than that. Bravada? Mm. Is that how Italian works? Does anyone actually know? Well, as an Italian, Serena Berman is an Italian name. Mm -hmm. I would say that it works the opposite of that. Men's words end in A, and women's words end in O. Like, opera is male. Right. Whereas, uh, fettuccine is genderless. Right, and spaghetti. (laughs) Genderless. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Well, I think, um... Well, I think that's been a sufficient tour of the world. Mm-hmm. You've opened my eyes to that. I We have another guest in the studio. We do. Uh, whom I don't know uh, as your first guest. This is my first guest. As He's host. Meredith slash Serena slash Meredith. My first guest is Alana Levinson. Hey, Alana. Hi, Alana. Hi, Alana. Hey, Berman. Haggerty. <laughs> uh, Alana is a, a lovely writer. Uh, she works at Medium. And we, uh, way, way, way back in the day, used to work together at Grand Central Publishing, which is where Tim used to work also, but at a different time when we weren't coworkers and Tim is different than us. Sorry, Tim. Truth. Also, we lo- all loved it a lot. Oh my gosh. It was 
the halcyon years for me. It's just a great place that does books like Gwyneth Paltrow's cookbook and yeah. the new fat Jewish book. Right. I mean, we really all peaked then. Mm-hmm. So we're I know. kind of just dealing with life since then. Yeah. On the way down. Yep. It's been a perpetual downslide for me, which is why I need the Chamber of Hate. Yeah. Well, you're actually doing the new fat Jewish book, and I guess the only one. Is there an old one? There's not an old one. And 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 what is the this? old one? Is just the internet. Fantastic. The debut book mm-hmm. is oh. called Money, comma Pizza, comma Respect, and the cover is him in a Steve Jobs esque portrait, mm-hmm. black and white. You know, with the hand. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, with the. Hand I'm writing about this. Up. I don't just know. Just to it's clarify. ironic because he has no respect for how things are created. You know, you do I don't I don't that. do takes. So, I'm going to have to pass. Man, I know somebody who loves to do takes, but they're not here cuz they got on a bus. We're missing Yeah, where hot do you takes. think Nick is right now? God, I don't know. You think he's on vacation? He really gave us no information when he hopped on that bus. Well, to be fair, he did give us some information. And this doesn't get very boring and pedantic, but imagine Please. having to actually have come up with it. <sighs> so, <laughs> Nick Douglas from the far future, which isn't Nick Douglas from just the future, right. but he's older and more from the future, came back to tell present Nick Douglas that it was a good idea to go on vacation. Right. But he came too late after present Nick Douglas had already gone on vacation, which is ironic because he's a time traveler. Wait, was that the snakehead Nick Douglas? Yes, he has okay, a right. snake for a head. Yeah, okay. Is that something that happens when we age? We are really into aging right now. We're Great. Like both head. physically and mentally. Well, I think I'm um, Alana. Yeah. Now we're going to do something that uh, we love to do, which is introduce a segment. Yes. This is the first segment introduction Ooh. Wow. of season two. I'm very excited for this. Let's get into aging. Let's get into aging. Getting old. Getting old. Colon getting old. So just take it away, girls. I feel like your colon plays a role in your aging. It does. Or at least like cleanses. I, I don't know. No, I, I think it does there's like cleanse. A, there's like I a think test it really that you do. Oh, On really? your colon? When you age? Is it like how many rings are in it or how old you are? <laughs> what I'm excited about for aging, yeah. uh, I am... In real life, about to turn 30, but in this podcast, I'll already have been 30 for weeks. I'll be like an experienced 30-year-old. Um, so I'm halfway to 60, which is really the goal as far as I'm concerned. Wow. What, what happens at 60? Mm. Uh, Good question. To, Thanks, Tim. I get to wear linen pants. Yeah. When I open a bottle of wine before noon, people will say things like, she knows a lot about wine. Right. <laughs> Love it. I get to wear turtlenecks. Uh-huh. And nobody judges me. And I'm going to have all this money that I don't now have to know where it's going to come from. Are you also going to wear, like, bangly... Oh, okay, you've already Too got that. Too late, on. motherfucker. Bangly Wait. bracelets. Yeah, let's get some Foley work. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mm, nice. But I figure at 60, you'll have more, way yeah. more. Yeah. I only have two, because I'm still currently in my 20s. Right. So yeah. So 4.30, I'll get a third one. You'll earn mm-hmm. them. And by then, I'll have six. Great. Is the goal to cover all of your dying skin with bangles as it... Yeah, because your skin becomes papery and your veins are exposed. Mm. And that's why old people just bleed to death all the time. Mm. All the time? It's so sad. Constantly. Is that the leading cause of aging death? Mm -hmm. Let's get into aging. Um, What are the leading ways in which old people die? And when do you start being old? Man. Can I get both answers I mean, at I the same time? Yeah. I like Thank you. Take Benjamin Button. When you get lonely. I don't even know what's going on there. Let's just say age, age doesn't exist. We're dead. post-age. And We're your post-age. friends are all People dead. People are born and like, 100 what's years the point? Like, what you know, is the you know, point? You go to the movies. I'm from California. I'm from Connecticut. Yeah, you, I'm from San Francisco. And that's where I plan to be an old person. In San Francisco? Great place. Great place. Well, Napa Valley specifically. 
For the wine. Yeah, for the wine. She knows a lot about wine. My whole thing about being old is just being able to not give a fuck and, like, be really mean. Mm -hmm. I think because... So you're going to be a mean old No, here... Yeah, yeah. I want to be, like, a grandma with, like, tons of jewels that that just Mm -hmm. smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe starts going by a name that's not mine. Right. What's your name? Um, Is that that also something you have to earn? My grandma was, like, a mob wife. This is real. Okay. Uh And she just, like... Her name was Rose. Levinson, and then she just changed it when she got older to June Richmond. Ooh, it's unclear oh, why. Such a good wow. name. But yeah, Wait, so then I she was just be June. June Richmond. Exactly. So I want to just get old, get old, and be like, my name is Hope Bartolone. Love and it's like such a good name, right? And I can have my own name. I can smoke cigarettes. Yeah. I have a lot of jewels. It's unclear where they're from. I can say like maybe abusive things to my grandkids. Definitely. Like, oh them yeah, not even life. maybe, just right. strongly just abusive strongly, things. Just strongly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And play a lot of cards. Don't know how to play cards no. now, but like right. I will learn how to play cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's the real me and I'm it's a slow evolution. Mm-hmm. You're getting there. I'm getting there. And yeah. then what age does your head become a snake? I we don't want a young person you or anything. But okay. uh, currently millennials are referred to as snake people. I don't right. know if you know. Really? really? Someone created yeah. a Chrome extension that changes every mention of the word millennial to snake people. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's a strong Chrome extension. Yeah, are you guys on the internet? It's not for me. Now, who came up with this theory and this extension? Was it someone from Gen Z? I read something. Was it was it the New York Times that finally put put the uh, put the name to this Gen Z? Is that the next one? The stamp. That yeah. sounds right. Is it the post age? I thought there stamp? were centennials. Those are the, like the millennials born at the turn of the century. Those fascinate me the most. Wait, it's the same turn. Well, I mean, the we're all millennials, but like they're very different. Okay. Do you identify with people born in, like, 98? Should I? Do you? No. I heard that their defining characteristic is that they just do them. I think we just do us. Well, that we had to show them how to do it. Oh. I think the baby boomers were the first, let's just do us, and let's fucking terrify and destroy the world. I think people have always been the same, and that is to say terrible, forever, Mm -hmm. and then we just blame the people after us because we're scared of our own deaths. Here's the thing. Baby boomers, though, had a very huge switch in ideology. Like, I don't think we will. I think millennials have always been awesome and or morally bankrupt. Yeah. And we probably will be forever. We never had the idealism. That's because we don't have institutions to look up to. We've always had to fight for our own, so so we're going to be dicks. we've been jaded. Yeah. We like the internet and fast food. I feel like Generation X. Mm. Was the first to get so disenfranchised by the institutions. So they were like sad about it. They like made angsty things about it. Grand and then music. millennials just learned that of course the institutions are gone and they don't matter. They, like Gen X has been crying about it for a decade. Now we're cool. We get it. Well, in Gen X, you could still sell out. Millennials right. can't sell out. There's nothing to sell. There's well, nothing there's to buy. There's only things to sell and there's nothing to make. Except for Etsy products. And content. Mmm. Sweet, sweet content. content. Snackable. (laughs) Can can we just talk about snackable content? Yes. Like, I convinced myself that I came up with the term snackable. (laughs) It's amazing. Which is really weird. Who actually did? I don't don't know. Probably someone at BuzzFeed. Like, I I definitely didn't make it up, but I like pretending that I did and, sure. be, and calling content snackable and then I also love calling people snackable Ooh. because I think it's really cute oh you're just such a piece of snackable content boy well this has been let's get into aging thanks for that inaugural inaugural thanks for that inaugural segment for the second season we're gonna go to break now oh 
and come back and probably do more segments, alienate more generations. Mm-hmm. Fuck them, all the generations. Fuck. But mostly all. yours. Mostly yours. Yours is definitely the worst. I'm gonna go to break and be right back. Let's get into it. The second act of the second season of this show. Welcome back. That was Alana Levinson on Beer Can. Thank you so I opened much. a beer can I just can wanted to mess segment. up your edit. <laughs> no one can mess up on my edit. No. On my edit. You can't mess up on my edit. <laughs> yeah, that's you the You get phrase. up on my edit, but you can't mess up on my edit. It's not no, I, wrong direction. I'm still thinking about the fridge. The fridge? It's like, hey, fridge, I'll mess up on your edit. Which is I don't know some if that lettuce. was recorded. Yeah, I don't know if that's in no, canon was that for not this in episode. The, oh. uh, we can bring it back. Oh, up then in this Jason fucked the fridge. That's what the answer to that yeah, is. Yeah, earlier we learned that mm. Jason masturbated with a fridge. I thought oh, you said that whoa, on an whoa, old whoa, whoa, episode. Whoa. Yeah, we. I said this on an old episode. Can we define oh, canon? Masturbation. I was like uh, nine or is to it like twelve. To completion, or is it just like right? Rubbing? Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to eat out of that fridge. Not this fridge. It was my. So the segment is. Let's just. Oh yeah. Wait. Where were the beers? segment, all right? Everyone, we're doing the fucking segment. Wait, what number is the segment? Oh, I, okay. No. Is this still this is your job yeah. to know what number it is. Well, the list is all the way over there. I all right. the list. Yeah. I'm going to take the list. Tim, hand me the list. What? Tim. Yes. I'm reading off the list now. I was into coasters. I thought we were right. We're going to we're gonna do coasters. <laughs> you guys want to bring up my fridge fucking, and I need to tell people there's context for it. What number is it? All right. Uh, let's see. Men, fuck this guy. Is it guys. number 69? <laughs> oh, yeah. Cheers to me. Ching. Imaginary cheers. I have rewarded that at all. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 101. Okay, now hand the list to Alana. Okay. What did you fuck in your parents' house? Girls don't really do that the same way. That are, We have learned that is not That is the not case. true. No. And we have, we have talked to two other girls about this. Yep. I remember That's a hearing that a girl like used to hump her teddy bears and I just remember when but I heard it at a time when like teddy bears still had like an emotional meaning to me and I was just like that's No. That's, why would she do that's that? That's not consensual. What do you think about remote controls? Well, why are you making it so early on that question? Why isn't that question about like just hey, people that you fucked in your parents' house. Wait, John, can, you yeah. pass me, oh, can you pass me that list? What did I fuck in my parents' house? That's a way better... My college boyfriend, totally. my current boyfriend, my high school sweetheart. I think that ladies like to brag Hot about fucking Doritos. men. Every time we do this, the women bring up like, oh, I fucked my boyfriend in high school in my parents' house. We get it. All right, you guys have <laughs> Sorry sex. that you didn't fuck anyone but your fridge <laughs> in your parents' house. No, I fucked 
my refrigerator, but I was like nine to twelve. That's the important part about this segment. It's not like that's, when that's you're three like years. Con- that's a long relationship. Not consistently from the age of nine to twelve, just somewhere. Is it like once a week? In that range Wait, did of you sexual- only do it one time? No, probably a bunch. But so I'm just the point. The- <laughs> What's important about this? I wish you could podcast Alana's face right now. No, I didn't just do it once. I called it back. But the important part is that I did this in that sexual exploration period before you're like coming. You don't know what it is. You just know your dick feels good. You don't know why. So you put different shit on it. I I mean, like, I didn't fuck anything, but I think I did touch myself to the TV show Taxi. Ooh. Christopher Lloyd? Uh, Judd Hirsch. Tony Shalhoub? Uh. No, it was Tony Danza. Have some respect. (laughs) All right. Tony Shalhoub is not that bad looking. He was on Wings. He was on Wings. Wings. Which is a different show about driving an air, uh, you know, Is he a taxi driver on Wings? He is a taxi driver on Wings. That's why I got mistaken. You know what? That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Do people outside of the Northeast even know what Wings is? I know what Wings is. I think we watched an episode of Wings once. What is Wings? We did? Yeah. I think we did. We did. It's a television show. This is weird. An episodic sitcom. It's got too real. Situation (laughs) comedy. (laughs) Starring Tim Daly. Yeah. The point is I and didn't some come. other people. Right. Can that be the point that sure. I didn't Crystal come? Crystal Bernard didn't make him come. I still don't understand oh, why the it. focus of this segment is on like inanimate objects. Because that's the the most interesting part. Not the most interesting. The part I'm trying to talk about in this segment is our weird sexual exploration before we were able to come and knew that we should do it with people. When you're just a child whose who's sexual organs feel good when they're rubbing up against something and you're like, why the hell am I now in love with my teddy bear? I have to say I'm glad that we weren't on that episode. All right. Yeah, I mean... Well, fine. So what did you <laughs> fuck in your parents' house? And you can't say your boyfriends. I get it. I, I mean, like, just yeah, hands. I just had hands. It doesn't count unless it's your house's hand. Yeah. Yeah. Just say, come on. <laughs> Great. Let's do anything to move on from this. Like, wait, I don't... Wait, I have a guest. I brought a guest you in. You have a guest? Yeah, I thought, uh, I thought since she brought a guest... And she's a new host mm-hmm. that me as an old host, I should also bring a guest to balance it out. That seems fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys may know him already, I think. I'm excited. Uh, he's been on this podcast before. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Nick Douglas from the now, from the present. Hello. Hey. Hi. Glad to be here. Glad he's to be back. here. He's back. He's back from vacation. Oh, right. Yeah. Nick, and it was the good. Bus? The he- bus was fucking great. Uh, I spent two weeks on there. Mm-hmm. Um, got to know a lot of people. Was there a bathroom on the bus? Uh, nope. They just they opened the window a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know. You know? Oh, you that's like the a... end of that? <laughs> yeah. How does what that... do you mean you know? What how does that work? You can fill in the details. Also, how did you get in here? But we'll figure that out later. I want to get back to this bus. You do? Yeah. There's not a bathroom, but the windows were open. That was your answer? So let's say you had to go a number one. Yep. Mm-hmm. So how? What's the mechanics of that? I'm not. I think it would be really vulgar to get into it. They uh, open a window. Are you trying to do a Meredith Haggerty impression right now by not getting into it? I don't know what that reference is. Okay. Nick's never heard of her. Let's just not. Good get to see into you again, it. Serena. Uh, I am glad to be back, though. Let's not talk about that bus. Wait, where did the bus go? Was it just driving circles around like a station in Queens? Yes. Okay. I mean, it was driving large circles, like about a two-mile radius around the station in Queens. Oh, huh. that's scenic. Uh, it is. You get to see a lot of Queens. Uh, story is big and has several parts. What are those parts? Yeah, name the first I don't know, part. but I peed on them. So, Nick, it's mm-hmm. great to see you again. You're back off that bus. Fantastic to be back. I'm refreshed. I'm recharged. I'm really excited to have you here as a guest uh, so we can get into your life. Well, I wanted to rank. talk to you about, I just, uh, I thought up some uh, new uh, ideas for the show. You can take them or leave them. Of course, I'm just a guest here. Do we choose now? Take them. Leave them? Uh, fuck them? 
Mm, great. Great. Okay. Yeah. Let's get your suggestions, Nick. Listen, okay, sponsorships. We have been leaving money on the table. Yes. Uh, so I think I wrote up a few things that maybe could sponsor us. Mm-hmm. I don't want us to do like the typical uh, things that are already sponsoring everything. I thought, first of all, sweaters. Mm, sweater season. Uh, no one's wearing sweaters right now. Uh, I was thinking also China. China might want to sponsor. They're going to be huge this fall. I've heard they're a rising economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably if guys, if we just captured 0.01% of the market of China, we'd be very rich. I, I was thinking circle space, uh, and mean bars. Those are the ones where the ingredients are only poisons. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. I never do. If someone gives me a horse, I'm just going to take it. <laughs> I just look at straight in the questions. That That's leads me it. to my other idea. Um, merch. Mm, yeah, we need some merch. Wow. I was thinking gift horses. Um, I'm thinking also uh, podcasts get TV deals now. Mm-hmm. I think we need to. I think the time is right for let's get into it. We've got the right audience. Uh, we appeal to the prime demographic, which is what uh, 65 and older, mm-hmm. uh, midday men. watchers. Yeah, white men. White men, retirees, mommy issues, daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Yes, huge intimacy issues. All I'm saying is, is you meet all these requirements and then you interview President Obama. Like that's how it mm. works. Yeah. Well, works. when is he coming on? Do you yeah. have the Jason? yeah the list? Have you been uh, reading my notes? No. This is this is this part is of the, the plan. First time oh, we've great. seen you in three weeks. I know you're so. Well, just now has he been reading my notes? Not during the weeks I've been gone. Oh, oh okay. yes, I have been. Uh, but have you also been reading the notes that I I did slip out the window every time they let me go to the bathroom? Yes, uh, a homeless man would come and give me a note covered that he found in, in Queens. Uh, once a week. I've, this is good. I mean, th- I knew that was the way to get it to him because people know that if there's a piece of paper covered in pee, Tim's the one who wants it. Yeah. Speaking of personal branding, yes, uh, and there's a moth in the studio right now that's it's trying huge. to brand itself oh, wait, into our experience. Is that a moth or a cockroach? It's a moth. It's it a has moth. to be a moth. Oh, fine. I How thought it was. dare you? I found a cockroach <laughs> behind my bed recently. Oh, boy. And when I say I found it, I mean like. Uh, Andy saw it for like 12 hours and didn't tell me. And then I was like, oh my God, there was a cockroach behind the bed. And I had to like use a Pringles can to get it. And he was like, yeah. There's never been a better time to introduce this segment. What's your Andy? Oh, uh, mine is a boyfriend. I'm really proud of the amount of research that you've done for this role, Serena. What does she look like? She has one arm. Yes. Two What's kids. The, what are her kids' names? Oh, tomorrow. Right. But it's like two T-U, Morrow. Yeah. Like Rob right. Morrow's daughter. Northern Exposure. Okay. And then the other Great one show. is named Chameleon. Mm. How's that spelled? Uh, with a K. K. Duh. Thank you. Uh, Alana is actually their godmother, yeah. uh, despite oh. being Jewish. Yeah. She yeah. was like, I'm going to lead these kids through Catholicism. I was allowed. Yeah. Not everyone comes up with terms like snackable content. Right. No. What does Alana want to talk about? Yeah. Did oh you want to pick a segment sure. off of the well, segment? Or should we do crying in public? Sure. Oh, you know, yes. That was something we wanted to talk about. Yeah. So basically, I did this project on Medium, which is where I work. I was fascinated with the idea of crying on the subway and crying in public since I do it all the time. I actually find it comes easier. With practice? When I'm moving. Um, And I put a call out and a bunch of people wrote to me like way more than I thought with their stories. And they all agreed. And they're like, totally, I've cried on the subway. Um, And they had crazy stories that range from like the funny to the absurd to the devastating. Um, But I guess the theme is that like 
people, especially in New York, love crying on the subway because they feel simultaneously very alone and not alone at all. That's funny. I've cried in a lot of cabs. Ooh, that's like also a lot a good of cabs, one. yeah. Which is like a really intimate experience because it's you and one other person, mm-hmm. and you're listening to Funny Girl on repeat, uh, the Barbara Streisand version on your on your headphones, and you are just crossing the Brooklyn Bridge and just weeping. Do you wait till you're moving to cry, or do you just start right then and there? I I have to say I've cried. I feel like in every public park in New York, mm. and I've cried in most of the taxi cabs, but I don't think I've ever cried on the subway. Really? Yeah. Well, it's really bad for me because I have glasses, and so, like, usually people will have sunglasses, and they can, like, hide it, but I have glasses, and then I'm, like, trying to, like, wipe them away up under, and it gets, like, foggy, and it's horrible, and it blows my cover. Have you guys cried on the subway? Yeah, let's, let's, let's turn get it away from it. me and talk about you guys. I cry while walking a lot. When I lived uh, in Carroll Gardens, and I would, like, walk down Union Street towards the cranes that I will someday get as a tattoo, I'm all drunk now, I would just... I, I tried to, like, gauge one time, like, what are my actual hobbies? Like, what are the things I do a lot? And it's, like, walk down the street crying and try to tell if you're feeling feelings or if you just are, Have are your alive. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and then it was just adding things to my Netflix queue that I don't watch. And those are my hobbies. End of list. Hmm. Okay, the men still have not talked yeah. about crying. Thank you for volunteering. Yeah, oh, I cry. I've, I cried a lot in college. And one of the worst things about moving in with someone that you like is that there are fewer crying opportunities, I think. Because most crying happens at night, I feel like. Is you can't go true? in your room and cry? No, not with her there. Oh, oh, you mean with a... With okay, a lady. I live with my girlfriend, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, you can't. I'm Slash assuming... wife to be, so... Oh, God. Uh, intentional <laughs> crying. Were you intentional well, crying I, no, if I say that? Here's the thing. I feel like <laughs> men, not to generalize, but they have, like, they decide yeah. they're going to cry. They'll be like, I, I am do. going oh, to yeah, cry yeah. now. I go Whereas, for crying. See, I, I've never done that. It's just like, it's over. I'm overcome. Mm-hmm. This shitty thing happened. I get overcome and I can't do the crying bit. I want, you want to cry to do it. more okay. than I do. And it's, it takes embarrassingly a lot to get crying, especially since I haven't updated my sad playlist very much in the last like six to eight years. That helps. It's got some really outdated shit that I added in college. You hear that and you're like, I'm not sad anymore. Now I just remember that time. Well, I... a lot of it's just bad music and it can't make me cry anymore. One was Go- Gollum's yeah. song from Lord of the Rings. Oh, God. No. Not a joke. No, had, I didn't think it was had a had joke. Gollum's song. That's why nobody laughed. That is literally about being Gollum. It is, it is like very specifically. <laughs> it's a song about the situation that only Gollum has I mean, experienced. That only should make you cry in that, that like creature. you are the person that has that song and is listening to it. <laughs> like, I'm so this is i'm really sad about who i am well it's too it's too Wait, hard because i realize that are on that list anywhere yeah. that i've come since then is better uh the that cover of one by amy mann right from oh, sure. uh, from magnolia yeah i remember in high school i had a friend who was like everybody has to pick a singer they are and mine was amy mann good choice that's awesome no it was like you're mad all the time Amy Still Man's awesome. great. And your hair is flat. Uh, Hide and Seek Strings Remix by Imogen Heap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cupid oh, by Colin Malloy. Uh, Philip Glass Metamorphosis. Uh, Fred Jones Part 2 by Ben mm, Fold. You know to be fair, any about song about retirement makes me really it's not sad. retirement. They pushed him out. Well, yeah, because they forced him. That, okay, the movie about Schmidt, the song Fred Jones Part 2, when they did that to Grandpa Gilmore on the Gilmore Girls. All those things make me cry. I used to think, 
as a white person, that uh, forced retirement was one of the saddest things there was. It turns out that's not true. <laughs> uh, but I used to think it really hard. Is there anything else that might be harder around being forced to do anything and around like employment? No, I just can't imagine. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you have a job for 40 years and, and then, then you, like you've provided for your family and you everyone's fine. You gave your fine. best years to that company. Yeah, and then you're done and that's it. That's the worst thing that I could imagine when I was a 15-year-old girl. Well, I'm sorry, Mrs. Berman, but it's time. 25 years, he's worked at the paper. A man's here to take him downstairs. And I'm sorry, Mr. Jones, it's time. Hi, uh, we're here today with Alana Levinson, the creator of I Call This Look. Alana, welcome. On this podcast, I call this look. The look is called, uh, what's the name of the lady that hosted Serial? Saraconic. Saraconic. This is my Saraconic. This is my Saraconic look. No, like, legitimately. This is legitimately my Saraconic look. Uh, I'm wearing a long sweater. I'm wearing some colorful jeans. And I think there's an Ira somewhere around here. Um, sorry. Sarah. (laughs) Uh, Sarah, I thought we discussed that you weren't going to do any other outside podcasts. Ira, I just have to get the brand out there. It's been months since cereal. People are going to forget. Sarah, we're building, we're building uh, anticipation. I have a lot of mysteries I need to get to the bottom of. What happened to my dry cleaning? Please, we don't need, nope, no multiple mysteries. Uh, Gimlet is just eating our lunch on that. I'm Starly Kine. I have a tangent to go on. Hey, paper towels that are on this table. How do you feel about things? Decent. That's really interesting. Did your mother feel this decent? My mother was a proud oak tree. Let's get into that. Welcome back at some point to Let's Get Into It. Let's just say we're into it. We got momentum I right mean, now. We've never can been can more in. How... We've never been more into it. We're talking about weddings. We're talking about voices. We need to talk about how this podcast needs a theme that makes everything seem important. Okay. If only somebody played the piano. If only. If only there well, was a you, segment no, about you that. You also need an ad that opens it up every single time the same one mm-hmm. where something like male kimp mm-hmm. is said mm-hmm. that literally alters the way male chimp is said forever. Like I say male kimp or think about male kimp. Great. Yeah. Daily. Um, it could be a uh, package monkey. Oh, God. Uh, that Nope. I don't like the way that one's going. Uh, Kisper. Uh, so can you do me a favor here, and can you just can you just read? <laughs> Jason just googled New York startups. A list of New York startups uh, butchering their names, just so we have them for the oh, future. Yeah, for the like future. anytime we want them to fund us, right, right, right. we Wait, want like someone like a little I'll, kid voice. Like, I'll read them to you, okay. like a yeah. word, and then you give them to me, like not a word. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. The first one is adaptly. Adaptly. Thumb. Thumb. Artsy. Arts. Ugh. Step out. Stop it. Wanderfly. Wander into your fly, girl. Oh! And that's all my ideas for the show. Well, that's a great list of ideas. Uh, thanks, Nick. Uh, you've been a wonderful guest. You uh, know, I have to say, I think Nick did a really good job. Okay. I just think he, he brought a lot of ideas. He spent all that time on that bus. He wrote a list. He wrote a list. He wrote a list. Wait, 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 wait. What are you saying? I guess I'm saying... I'm busy, you guys. What? What are you doing, with Serena? I, I just, I can't commit to It's the to two this. kids, right? It's one of the kids. Oh, the other one. The other one I don't give a shit about. Yeah. Tomorrow? Tomorrow? Chameleon. Chameleon. Yeah. 
If otherwise, I would have named him with a C. So you've never sung Tomorrow, Tomorrow, I Love You Tomorrow? No, Tomorrow's the one I give a shit about. I sing that every day. Oh, good. Tomorrow, tomorrow. This is what everyone wanted, right? Yes. I love you tomorrow. You're the only child. We have to harmonize. It's not harmonizing. Is that harmonizing? I tried to harmonize, and then you fucking... I don't Let's know what is. You jacked my shit. Let's try it again. Take it from tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Take it from okay. tomorrow. Two, Two, three, four. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I love you. Tomorrow, you're only a day. <laughs> it's funny because you pointed down while your voice went up. You were hoping so hard. That was the key. So what do you want to know about my feelings? I'm an open when book When was right the now. last time you cried? <sighs> See, I and don't. And where was the last time you cried? I don't cry very often, uh, and I wish I did. I think someone, uh, did you say that a bit? I, when I was in Boston, I was depressed a lot, and I spent days at a time wishing I was able to cry, because I knew exactly the feeling of release that I needed, and I didn't know how to get to it. And so it was just like this weight, like, so like sloughs around, like you're full of liquid and it just like sticks in your chest. And I wanted like the spout to get it out, but I couldn't get myself to that place. And I didn't know how to cry or how to have that, uh, that release. And I wish I could get there. And so I would try things. Mm-hmm. I'd try to trick myself into it. Like, oh, watch a sad movie. And what get did you there. do? Yeah. I tried to watch a sad movie. Like? I would try to uh, think sad thoughts. What um, were your sad thoughts? What were your sad movies? Mostly uh, melancholic things are the ones that get to me more than like loss or like uh, despair or anything like that. It's more like people growing old or mm-hmm. uh, relationships changing or school being nice or the past being nice mm-hmm. is something that like gets to me because I know then you can't reach back to that past. And so I'd watch those things and I'm able to tear up at movies. I tear up at almost any movie. If it has any bit of pathos or just the smallest hint of a musical theme that is meaningful, I'll get teary. Uh, like, commercials almost get me. That's really easy, but an actual cry is something that is such at arm's length I don't know how to get. Um, the only time I think, or the only recipe I know to getting me to cry is talking to my mother about something real. And the lurking variable is I don't actually... I talk to her about once a week, but it's just, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. And once about every five years, is there something I actually feel I need advice with or want to run something through. So it's probably because I'm talking aloud about something that's very important that it comes to me. But I, like, I will sob before, during, or after a conversation with her once every five years. And that's about Why it. is it your mother? Like, why not, like, a fight with your girlfriend or something that, that gets you to that point? Why, why the mom? Yeah, why don't you I manipulate have... your girlfriend into giving you the feelings you want? <laughs> yeah. That seems more healthy. <laughs> I've only cried after conflict in very abusive situations. It's been a different kind of cry. It's been a completely overwhelmed, right? not knowing that I have any recourse, just feeling completely trapped in the situation, like curled up. It's usually after I panic throw up. That's the kind of cry that okay. happens in that. Uh, and I panic throw up way more than I cry. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I used Let's to do get it into prob- panic throwing Yeah, up. I used to do it probably once every month or every two weeks. I would wake up and panic throw up. 
but I would never cry. Wait, sorry, you'd wake up and panic throw up? Usually it's in the mornings that it's the worst. No, that's actually like more, like I've heard multiple people talk about them doing this. Really? Yeah, I usually I usually yeah. try to get through a shower. A Tim! Um, yeah. Tim has yeah, still Tim, not yep. talked about, about his crying. feelings. What's the specific question we're asking? Uh, when was the last time you cried? Uh, outside of childhood? You know what last means. Outside of childhood? How old are you? We're only allowed I to mean, know when he graduated high school. That's the closest we're allowed to get. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't cried in a very long time. Tell me more about your home life. It's pretty great. Wait, my like when I was a child? Yeah. Oh, okay. Why do you have to... Well, because Why is it before you can answer any question, you have to ask two, when we're asking about your childhood? Because I have two different home lives. I have my home life now. I actually didn't. I meant your regular home life, but yeah. then when you said it's pretty good, I was like, no, fuck that. Go to your childhood. Tim, just tell us something sad. Tell us like something sad and bad. Okay. Here's something sad. Once, when I was a kid, I was walking to my friend's house, and there was a turtle on the side You've of the road. You've already heard this story. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not sad, and it's just more about how you're a robot. Uh, sad story. Yeah. Um, I don't have any. You don't have any sad oh stories? If someone asked you about your childhood and you don't have any sad up. stories, you can't sit with us. When Do you <laughs> remember a time in your life? Being on kicked on out of Wednesdays, we were sadness. Sorry. Do you remember a time in your childhood when you thought, like, everything's over, life is shit, I have ruined it all with my behavior? Like, I'm just a bad person now. Because I remember I several. remember that well, let's feeling talk that about... way, actually, after I read the book Breakfast of Champions, the Kurt okay. Vonnegut book, which is, like, not even one of his important books, but I was just like, that's it now. I just wait to die. I had that experience. Bruce Willis was in the movie. After reading Don DeLillo's White Noise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's. I feel like those are of a similar thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. You didn't feel I you like could enjoy I like to make a lot of white things. noise jokes. Well, I felt like, okay, mortality is a crushing weight that's... Are you, but a you guys... that I have made recently that no one liked was that Taylor Swift's tour uh, was the same thing as the White Noise, and when it's oh. over, we'll finally all be free. Why did no one like that? I don't know. Uh, Alana, do you have a pinned tweet? I do. It's pretty popular. Read your pinned tweet. Um, here's the thing about it. It's yeah. very visual. So the pinned tweet yep. is just simply me on a first date. Right. Mm. Now explain. And then paint there's a, picture a, there's a gif words. attached. Yeah. Okay. And it's insanely elaborate. Uh-huh. It goes on for way too Start long. Start from the beginning. Give us a visual Oh, picture. I remember seeing that. And I enjoyed okay, it Okay, so there's like this woman. She's like dancing on a hilltop. Uh-huh. What's she, she wearing? Like a pink jumpsuit, she looks super cute and hot, okay. and then she turned into a monster. What then, is, wait, what does the monster look like? It's like a ball, and then and then, oh. and then basically it turns into a ball that rolls down a hill. Uh-huh. I would characterize it as an armadillo. Wait, yeah. a long ass tail. When you when Alana's done, I think that we should all look at Alana's tweet and describe it. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. In our own words. The, mm-hmm. So the armadillo, the fucking thing, rolls down a hill, crashes into a truck, uh-huh. and pushes it off the side of a mountain. Then you watch the fucking truck go all the way down and it starts again. And that's how you characterize yourself on a first date. Yeah. And apparently, a lot of people agree. (laughs) Uh, Alana's visual that she's described to us 
is a it's a woman in a pink jumpsuit as she described. Uh, although jump, it's not a jumpsuit. It's like a short skirt. Yeah, right. With but like she's high a, pink stockings, and then so it's leg like warmers. Yeah, it starts with an arm wiggle, but then it goes to like a leg and slight vagina wiggle. And then the camera zooms in on Sorry. the mid. Uh, yeah, and then really she turns the into a pink lobster with boobs. Yeah, we have some dangling stuff here. Um, uh, what is slight? The jiggle or the the vagina? Oh, the jiggle. So it's a, it's a small jiggle and a regular size vagina. As far as we I don't can see tell, the vagina. I don't want to speak to yeah. it. Okay. Jason, yeah. wait your turn to describe the gift. All right. Also, like, what is a regular size vagina? Yeah. They're all regular size. In centimeters. Yeah, like, Jason. how dare you try to regulate vagina size? Let's let Jason sit with that oh. and explain himself. Like, yeah, let's I assume you... vagina size is a bell curve like most other animatomic... Animatomic? <laughs> Things having to do with anatomy. Jason, do you believe that vaginas are animatronic? Yeah. (laughs) Like Lincoln? Uh, Yeah, when you make cyborg vaginas, they obviously have a standard size. Jason is dating one of the Hall of Presidents presidents. Which one? Oh, I I can't wait to know. Lady Bird? No, that's Johnson. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Lady Bird would have been a good nickname for her. And it should be a nickname for more people. It's weird that she was the only one whose nickname was Lady Bird. Wouldn't you, like, accept the nickname Lady Bird if I was like, hey, Lady Bird Levinson? Really? And no? she's pointing at Alana. I just, I don't know. I don't feel like that really captures my essence. Alana grimaced before answering. I grimace a lot. Would you like Lady Grimace? I have resting witch face. Um, What's your favorite? I love. Character? Oh wait, should we talk about spells and stuff? Can sure. we please? Is this is this spells and Can stuff? Can we talk about? I went to a psychic spells recently, and, and I'm really excited. I love going to psychics. I just think it's fun. I especially like the things they've told me over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really what I'm holding on to. So one time I saw like a toothless psychic in, on Coney Island who had a mustache was a woman. Mm-hmm. Fine. The best thing she told me was, you're going to marry a famous person. Ooh. And I was like, whoa, down, so down. And But then, like, it slowly downgraded to, he's going to be famous in his field. Mm. So it's like, oh, he's just a, he's, like, like he's, he's going to be an author. He's accomplished. Maybe sure. he works in a field. Or notorious. Best known person. Whatever, sounds lame. Then I went to one and she, like, just looked at me and she was like, you're a writer. And I was like, totally. How can you tell? Because oh, I don't look like one. And then, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. so she was like, the guy you're supposed to be with, his his name or his identity starts with a D. So now I'm convinced it's a drill. You know, the weird mm-hmm. Twitter phenomenon. Like, I'm obsessed with him. I, I, I already locked in the Alana that and Drill hashtag. Super Not sense. joking. Check it. Check it on Instagram, Alana and Drill. Mm-hmm. I got sources on the ground that say he lives in New Jersey. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Drill, I'm trying to fuck if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you just like really think he's a poet. Do not so, apologize. Um, I don't know. As and a- then okay, and then most recently, I'm sorry, I am rambling, but most recently I went to a psychic and she was like, you know what? You're not gonna get divorced, you're gonna have a long marriage. And I was like, wow, that's great, because like I've always seen myself getting divorced and like being a divorcee. Like I can just mm-hmm. I don't know, I can just see it. So that was nice. I'm going to have two kids. And the guy, his name that I'm supposed to be with starts with an A. That's it. That's it. Mm. And that's all. Oh, but what if, okay. What if Drill's God-given name starts with an A? I don't don't want to be biased, but what if his name is Andrew and he goes by Drew and then you have the best of both worlds? Well, that is my long-term boyfriend, sadly. So maybe I fucked that up. Who's the worst, like, famous person who could be Drill and you'd be like, fine, 
great question. Like you'd be like, yeah, I'll look over, overlook everything you've done in your life for real. Like if the because fat you were also drilled, so that shows. Would yeah, you yeah. Do it? Great question. I not to blow I your think, mind. No, no, that to me, that I can't even process that. Because my answer is Drew Carey. Yeah, he could get it. Well, it's not really going that far out of our no, way here. Okay, wait, mm-hmm. I have a question. Yes. My friend Jamie loves to ask this, and I think it's great. Like, okay, of all the celebrities you could fuck, like, realistically. Most of them. Like, what's the level? No, 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 what's level? Like, can let's talk be... about it realistically. Yeah, can this be a segment? Yeah, this it's, is a yeah. segment. It's what's your realistic celebrity fuck? Yeah. Right. So, gotcha. my like, go-to. you get? So, do, so yeah. my thing is, like, one of the guys in the show Girls, like, that guy, Ray. Like, whatever. Oh, he's I an know. actor. He lives he's in He's around. New York. Yeah. Right. I could totally see he that, right? To, That's uh, the level. He goes to Tom parties i heard someone i know what sorry when you said that name i just heard a bleep that's what i'm saying look look did you hear the bad time with ray story no i'm not saying i want to do this i'm just saying of the level yes right or should i be more ambitious should i go jason siegel should i go there i think you could fuck jason siegel you're totally like jason sudeikis no jason sudeikis fucks like uh only famous women how about Uh, jason no we need the guy that's like into but you guys are public figures. I think figures. you could fuck Jason Manzukis. <laughs> Who's that? Jason Manzukis. He plays Rafi on the League. He plays the child singer Rafi. Okay, well, on the League. No, no. This is more interesting no for the men because what celebrities do you think you could fuck? Yeah, Rafi. It's a good answer. From the League or the child singer? The child Both. singer Rafi. It's one and the same. We've talked Never on watched Twitter. The League. The child singer Rafi. I got drunk one night and just gushed at Rafi. On Twitter, about how he was the most important thing in my childhood, and thank you for what you do for all these children's lives. And he was very nice. He was like, "Thank you," because I just like I learned he was on Twitter the week before, and I was like, "It's amazing. I can maybe even like say something to him finally." And I got drunk and gushed at him, and he was very gracious. You are so precious. So I'm gonna hit that. God, I'm not coming up with anyone. I don't know. It's hard. I know it's really. This is why this is so. There's just no sitcoms with like a. No, no, but there's also like musicians. Why aren't we? (laughs) Why is that your (laughs) go-to? That's my type in general. Meredith, what about me? Like the sitcom musicians. Like think of a oh, band. I don't care. About like maybe music. like the I don't care for maybe music. the guy that plays a tambourine in the national, as if they have a tambourine player. <laughs> oh, I could see that. that would yeah. improve like that. I don't know, like yeah. Ben Folds bassist or something like that, or like <laughs> anyone uh, could fuck Ben Folds though. Well, I don't feel good about that. Is he married now? I believe. I don't so. think not anymore. Like Ron Funches. That's it. Ron Funches. That's my answer. Do you guys think I could bag Elizabeth Merriweather? Yes, definitely using that that word very specifically. Oh, wait. Do you think, bringing it back to, because I just looked at Jason and was like, remember that time we watched Wings? Tim Daly, if I could. Yeah, me too. Oh, Tim Daly's a handsome man, but now he's old. Hey, what's the actress who plays the romantic lead in Crystal Bernard, which is, I made a Crystal Bernard joke earlier. It was great. I didn't hear it. I was a huge Um, fan. I wouldn't have known because I don't know her name. Crystal Um, Bernard. Do you think, Mm. is she, could she be my she's tired. Is she a goer? Is that what you're asking? Goer? Yeah. Do we not use that? What is a goer? Tim, explain what a goer is to Jason. Goer. You hit the go, and then you know. What does this mean? What does that mean? Is this a Monopoly reference? I've never heard this before. I think I literally heard this word last in a Monty Python sketch. <laughs> Goer? The nudge, nudge, wink, wink sketch. <laughs> say no more, say no more. <sighs> this is getting Sorry. too ribald oh, for my taste. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do you think Judy Dench does pity fucks? Oh, oh constantly. <laughs> yeah. Constantly and to- vigorously. Oh, like man. if I listen to the Gollum song a few times. Oh, yeah, you could, you could And recite that. it back to her. 
No, just getting a, you know. No, no, you have to recite it back to her. So if I sang the Gollum song to, to Judy her, Dench. She'd be like, no, in the Elma, yeah, yeah, in the Emiliana Torini Nick, voice you, of, you've brought no up tears we cry. Because she's kind of like He's Bjork. doing it. Uh-huh. But friendly. No, keep going. Like darkness falls. I can't remember. It's actually been a long time since I've listened. Yeah, I was going to ask. You brought the song up a lot. It well, no once was love. Love is no more. Gollum Here, sings this as Gollum? Here's the thing no, that I Emiliana like to do. Emiliana Torini sings it from the point of view of Gollum. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. You still sound like Ira Glass. <laughs> I like to take a celebrity's name and then make it something really stupid. Make like think. Judy Dench, Duty Stench. Oh, that's a good one. You take that back. She's a booty knighted? wench. What's night? Oh. Crushed it. This should be a segment. Okay, Guys, wait. I'm sorry. I'm wait. Good. Don't what about fruity bench? That's not good. It's not bad. Fruity what stench. Mm. Well, you're you stench. Lame fruity stench. Oh. Hey, can this high fives? High fives. I gotta high get fives. this in the system. As a new segment called Name Scramble? Yeah. Sure. Pick right. a name. It's the best what, uh, what would like you scramble Helen Mirren's name to be? Melons Near Them? Nope. Not great. I want to do some, yeah. That's a hard one. Yeah. Uh, felon Fear Them. Hmm, it's like a scared straight reference. Yeah, it's a scared straight reference. It's about sexuality? I don't know. I never watched it. <laughs> Pretty sure it's about prison. Uh, what uh, scared you, train? Yes, that's when they. Scare I thought it was one people. of those like yeah, those no, evangelical. No, I thought that's where they go to like the prison and they're like scaring them into not being fuck ups anymore. Yes, well, I that mean, depends that's on how you the accurate. language the evangelicals use for it. But. That's true and accurate. Thank you. How about uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Someone's Gyllenhaal. a journalist. Fake Gyllenhaal. Jake Fillemall. Or no, Bake Fillemall. Take Killemall. Ooh. Ooh, dark. I like it. Ellen DeGeneres. Mm. Wait, are you suggesting that we change her name or were you changing Jake Gyllenhaal's name to <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres? Uh, more like Bellend Defenestrate. It's a bit of a reach. <laughs> Around. Hey. Come on, Meredith. Mm. Serena. Gross. Whatever. Smelling mm. DeGenitals? Mm. That's not bad. I came around on that halfway through wincing. Oh, like it's right. Manila envelope. That like hurt. That's not that even, hurt my insides. What? That was as close <laughs> to a feeling Tim that I've got. Almost He's tearing up. Let's do Jason plays. Jason plays. These headphones are trying to hurt my ears. And now it's time for Jason plays. It's been a quiet week, and let's get into it. Where the Tims don't cry. And the Merediths travel in time. And Alana is f- doesn't want any of this recorded. Uh, on sound effects, it was uh, Tom Keith, as always. You thought maybe I was going to say another name, but I didn't. It's always Tom Keith. Uh, Tom Keith is going to do the sound effects of uh, one of those tubes that you wield over your head. And it whistles. Now he's going to do uh, an attacking rhino. Uh, now Tom Keith is going to do the entire movie Ghostbusters in six seconds. I ain't afraid of those ghosts. Don't look at the drum. <laughs> I'm just not saying anything because I'm a ghost. Uh, Tom Keith will also do the sound effect of a lighthouse uh, getting hit by a helicopter. Uh, 
And uh, there's a ghost. Boom. And a uh, supernova. Boom. Brought to you by Mel Kemp. Boom, boom, boom. All right, thank you, everybody. We have got two fantastic guests right here for this, the opening episode of season two. Thank you so much, Alana and Serena, for coming in. Do you guys have anything you would like to plug, keeping in mind that this is going to come out three weeks from now? And Serena, keeping in mind that you are in character as Meredith Haggerty. Um, you know, just, just follow me on my channels. Medium.com, Twitter.com. Uh, I, at that point, will have a story out about a cookie genius that I will have written, hopefully. Uh, what is a cookie genius? He write, he, he's a handsome person. Why is it gotta be a he? It does, because of sexism. Uh. He creates these cookies that are made of fat, and I'm gonna go to Los Angeles and talk to him, and that hasn't happened yet, but it will have happened. That's cool. And uh, we're going to have a conversation, and I'm not going to giggle through it, hopefully. So where can we find this article? It'll be on Rack.com. On Rack.com. I am And it'll be about, ready. his name is Crosby. Fantastic. Uh, Nick, Tim, do you guys have anything you'd like to plug? I'd like to plug Let's Get Into It. It's a great podcast. You should listen to this. If, if you like Let's Get Into It, you're going to also really like Let's Get Into It. Uh, I recommend you listen to this episode that you're listening to now first. It's a great one to get into. That was a really good job as a pitchman, Nick. I almost feel like you should do this all the time. Really? Yeah. You're I mean, abdicating? Like, well, as a mother of two, I'm really busy. Wow, oh, yeah, it did seem like you started saying that a lot of minutes ago and we Yeah, and then you. we got distracted. Yeah. My point stands, which is that I just, like, I have to devote time to my children, whose names are some names that I said earlier, and I think that Nick should be this job. Oh, you think Nick should have his old job back as the third I, I think she I said really it should do. be the job. No, I, yeah, that's, that is what I said. Also, job you wish to see. I know I'm an outsider here, but mm. he's clearly the best person on the podcast. I mean, huh. mm. he's the only mm. one that would talk about his feelings mm-hmm. freely, right. mm. which in my world means he's the most valuable player. Yeah. Right. I'd like yeah. to say mm-hmm. that I'm really grateful for this opportunity, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I just accept it as a thing that I'm entitled to. Uh, Serena, are you okay going back you know, to your I just, kids after uh, this episode? Are you... Like, I, I, do you I hate them? You're fantastic. I don't want you to Do I to hate leave. my kids? Yes. But technically, according to the state, I have to care for them. So I do think this is the best course forward. Big government. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. Well, thank you so much. You were amazing in this I interim know. role. Uh, I, I thought it would have lasted longer. I thought it was going to be forever. Me too. Um... But like some song says, nothing lasts forever in this sweet November rain. Is that? What about the song that says, sweet, sad songs say so much? You know, just wake me up when September ends. That's all I'm trying to get out of this. Bye!
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.